Would you give your mum, dad, aunt or that uncle who hugged your partner a little too long free access to your phone? Oh no! Oh my god, it's, it's a really long video! Ew! In Dave's brand new YouTube original, Get Off My Phone, we've got six comedians to give their phones over to a relative with total freedom to read messages, DMs, photos and browser history. What's your social history? Sorry? What to do? Tips for relief. The rules are simple. Their relative can read anything they want and even make calls from the comedian's phone. What is this? What is I know what this one is. That, that looks really okay. bad. Starring Tanya Moore, Anya Magliano, Finlay Christie, Travis J with his mum Angie Lamar, Hayley Morris, Grace Campbell and dad Alistair Campbell. Slightly sexually compromising <laughs> Divulging their deepest digital secrets. <laughs> what the hell is happening? Get off my phone. A Dave YouTube original. Available now on Dave's YouTube channel. I am Alex Horn. I break the news. I am Alex Horn. I'll break the news for you. I am Alex Horn. I break the news. Yeah. I am Alex Horn. I break the news. Hello. I am Alex Horn. I break the news. Yeah. I am Alex Horn. I'll break the news for you. I am Alex Horn. I'll break the news. Hello. I am Alex Horn. I'll break the news. Here we go. Hello and welcome to Alex Horn breaks the news. Thank you for listening. Um, I do find it amazing that people are actually listening to this, but apparently people are um, actually downloading and listening to this. So, hello you. What I'm doing now is just visualising one particular listener. This is my new tactic. I, list- I imagine one listener and aim it at him. And today it's a guy on a bus, because there's probably someone listening to this on a bus, near the front, wearing jeans, and I reckon Jim. There's someone probably called Jim on a bus listening to this. So if that's you, Jim, I put Jim Holdall. If there's a guy called Jim Holdall listening to this with a Hulk Hogan tattoo, this one's for you, mate. <laughs> so what we're going to do is to wallow. We're going to be wallowing through the murky river that is the week's news. On it flows, headstrong, thoughtless, never-ending, but we're going to wade into its path, stand proudly in it, and occasionally dip our hands into the current and raise our fingers to our lips to see if the news stories taste funny. And with me, out of their depth today, are two people making their second appearances on the podcast, remarkably. Back for more is funny... I've put funny muscle man Miles Jupp. Muscle man. I've put muscle man. Yeah, I sort of think of you as quite strong. Um, Physically strong. Yeah, I am, yeah. Yeah, you've got that right. And next to him, a man who could be his son. <laughs> I don't know if that, like, Biologically, you could be... I'm not suggesting you are, but I think you'd have to be no, about I think you're right. Or, I think you're right. He's son, right. But anyway, you could be his son. Rob Beckett. Yes. I'm not, I'm not um, Miles' son. But... No, Rob Beckett. No, sorry. No, he's not my son. I'm no. Really no. But the, it's the other one. Yeah. And finally, we've got a man called Stephen Brown, who's very welcome. Hi, Stephen. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm all right, thanks. Okay. Yeah. So, Stephen, uh, you're our special guest this week, and uh, the idea is that you two are going to guess what Stephen does throughout the course of the podcast. Oh, okay. So, I'm not going to give you any clues. You can judge him entirely on his appearance. This is the news from this week, and there's some views on that news. This is a views and news and interview show. Hello. Also, to warn you, um, the podcast is going to end with the series' first sexy story. There'll be a really sexy bit at the end. Cool. Yeah. So that's more for the listeners. To get ready for that. Meanwhile, we're going to start that's by so going to... Let's just get the cushions passed around before that starts, because I can see myself not cushion? being able to control yeah, myself. When you, when you start talking about sex, Alex, it's mm. going to be very hard for any of us to really... And the cushion's going to keep this sort of serious facade up. Okay. So we're going to start by going to Ibiza. Why are we going to Ibiza? And I should say... Um, 
This is, a, this is a quiz. Since you were last on, Miles, this podcast has become a quiz because it turns out it's easier to keep people's attention if you're doing a quiz. The same oh, principle right. as school. I didn't know you were planning on embracing a format. And police interrogation. Yeah, no, it's a real, it's a real format now. So you get a point. Um, our special guest, Stephen, is going to mark the competition. Is that your job? Are you a, mm. a you keep... <laughs> No, right now it is. Oh, right. It's not the, really. You're not a teacher. No. You're not the new 180, man. That's darts, isn't it? Darts, yeah. That's a, that's a point... Like the job. computer does it, and he just speaks. Though. Oh right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, he's, well, I haven't got him here because he's good at keeping marks. Oh okay. He, he's here. With that's we're going to use him for that. But he's got other talents. Do you oh, reckon okay. he could like still be a really good darts player if he was terrible at maths, but just sort of like it'd be frustrated, wouldn't it? I think you could be. Would you be allowed the someone there? We're telling you. Because I think that could make it a bit more glamorous. Really there's a like, set number of sums involved in maths. Mm. Uh, not in maths. In darts. <laughs> in maths. There's no, quite I, a few. I'm beginning to wonder if that's infinite. But within within the world of Darts, you would just need to know certain times yeah. tables and, mm. and that's Carol Vorderman, is she good at darts? Um, I've, 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 never played it. Mm. I've heard good things. She's very good at air hockey, apparently. I think Rachel Riley's a little bit better at that, though, so that's the problem. So Why are we going to Ibiza for the first story? Because the Venger boys told us told us to. No. Was that them? You're a big Venger boys fan? Massive. <laughs> Massive. You should check out my iPod. Aqua and Barbie, is that those as well? Barbie girl? Is that, oh, yeah. Yes, I know it. Yeah. That one. <laughs> Do you want to sing a Venger Boys song? Venger Boys are coming, etc. Wow, it's more like it. No, it's not. It, who else has gone to Ibiza? Someone's gone on holiday to Ibiza. Um, it's Mr. and Mrs. Cameron, is, oh, yeah. our Prime Ministers. Oh, I, didn't, yeah, they, I, yeah, actually, I actually did know yeah, that. I, did you? I did. Yeah, do you know how much they're paying for the... Um, well, no, I'm going to do oh, the questions. Do you sorry. know how much they're paying for the... Um, no idea. Well, no. £100. Pounds. What was the end of the question? <laughs> how much are they paying for the, what, the apartment? I think I just read a thing in the Guardian on the way here. John O'Farrell was saying, "Oh yeah, it's two, two grand a." W- Is that name dropping? Not if you read someone in oh, the paper. <laughs> if, I, if like he rang me up and said, "Here's a fact." In fact, even that wouldn't really be name dropping. But I, I read, I read an article in the newspaper. That's not, that is not boasting name dropping. It's boasting that yeah, you've it's a bit got enough money for a paper. Yeah, and you can read. No, it's online. You don't have to pay for newspapers. You've got a computer. We have to pay for the connection. I did it online. Oh. Anyway, how much? How much was it? Hardly seems well relevant now. Uh, well, two, two grand a week. Oh, that's a lot. Okay, so my question is, what was Cameron wearing in the picture? It's nil all so far, Stephen. What was Cameron wearing in the picture of him blue on the sh- holiday? Blue shirt, no pants. Correct. Oh. Well, I've got blue shirt, open-toed sandals, which is sort of slang for no pants, isn't it, I think? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you answer an advert that says uh, <laughs> Uh, we do open-toed sandals, it yeah. means, yeah, yeah, don't, well, if you do, don't. Yeah, this Mr. Birkenstock your... sounds sexy. <laughs> <laughs> so we're minutes now away from the sexy bit of the podcast. Just a lot of minutes, and we're going to have a look at the Metro. The Metro, I've discovered during this, Stephen, is my favourite newspaper. It's ed- entertaining and educational, and this week they ran a story saying, the headline was, you are not going mad, that kettle really does look like... And then a person. So for uh, two points, who do you think the kettle looked like in this story? Nicholas well, Winchell. Nicholas Witchell, right, um, right ballpark. I don't know. I, don't, I think more. I think more male. More male than Witchell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Slightly more male. Do you um, want to give me a, a person? Who's more Hulk Hogan? It's not. I'll show you the kettle. Who do you think that kettle looks like? Oh. Oh. Yeah, yeah. You squint a bit. Yeah, I know. Remember, this is an yeah, actual yeah. news story. Does it, it looked like a bell. Does it look like a bell? Yeah. bell. No, no, because it's got a bell on it. No, no, it looks like a. <laughs> so, just to describe it to listeners, there's a kettle with a little bell oh, on the um, spout to which dings you must, when it, you must see who it looks like when it's uh, steam. Do you, do you genuinely not know what that is? No, I, I do now. Now that I've half squinted, you've shown me the kettle. If it's not, oh. 
Well, who do you think, Mars? Well, Adolf Hitler. Oh, yeah, I've just got that. Yeah, because the handle. It does, doesn't it? Like those cats that look like Oh, you're also handily holding up a picture of Hitler in case none of us. Yeah. I mean, I would go. I don't know why the bell's there, though. The bell, and um, when the got the same water is boiled, it, <laughs> they have got the same. So the, the kettle has got a handle uh, where Hitler's hair is, and then a little, what would you call that bit? The lid. The lid of the kettle. Has a little handle as well, and that's got the moustache, and then there's a... So it looks a lot like Hitler. And, oh, I've seen um, that, and it looks like it's doing the salute, doesn't it, of course? Because yeah. the, the spout is the... Um, Hitler is the, um, was the leader of the Nazi party. Oh, right. And the article, is an amazing article. It, it hasn't got a byline. It says it was written by... I went to by, Germany recently. Oh, yeah. Who's the current leader? Of the Nazi party? Yeah. I, I think it's a hereditary thing. I think it's another Hitler. Is it? It's John, John Hitler. And the article is written by Metro News <laughs> There's reporter. people who aren't even that right-wing running around with just... The, I, I, I mean, the fact of the matter is I'm not particularly right-wing, but I am sixth in line uh, <laughs> to, to be the leader of the Nazi party. And that, literally nothing I can do about it. It's a blood thing. Yeah. <laughs> Hitler had a look, no, no doubt about that. I've made a little list of the five people from history who I think have got the strongest looks, so most identifiable looks. Identifiable you, with household objects, or just... No, or just, just, just a look. Just oh, a, okay, a yeah, look. Yeah. Um, Hitler is one of my top five, so you get a point if you can name any of the other top five people. Nelson. Mandela? <laughs> oh, you mean Nelson? Nelson? No, I haven't got Nelson. Admiral. Admiral. Henry VIII? No, that's a good look. Oh, that's well, strong, strong. Oh, Gandhi? Nope. Um, Sorry, Robbie, I haven't had a good yeah, no, I haven't... I mean, it's a personal that thing. Lady really. Gaga? I've got Thatcher. 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 Same thing, really, isn't yeah. it? I've got Thatcher, <laughs> Hitler, but Jesus. I thought Jesus is quite a strong look. Well, um, there's a bit of crossover with the... David Blunkett, who has had a dog. It's quite a... <laughs> I've got <laughs> Bin Laden. Look, isn't it? I've got Jesus, Hitler, Thatcher, Bin Laden and Rush, Ian Rush. Mm. Just as a... All oh, right, because like I, I found myself writing those down. Oh yes, take a break magazine. After it will be my ideal dinner guests, and it was those. I didn't even know who Ian Rush was. I thought. Well, I was anyway, on, I just thought. Hmm. I was on holiday in Thailand. Just trying to sound cool. Speaking to one of the locals there, and he said he supported Liverpool. So who's your favourite player? It was only a few weeks ago, and yeah. he was like, he said Ian Rush, and I couldn't really couldn't understand him because also I was, I was thinking to hear him for a player that's playing now, right. as opposed to not one like eight like in the eighties. Mm. Um, so to show me who he was, he drew a moustache on his face. Point at it. I went in Russia, went yeah. Listen, guys, isn't it nice to have Hans Blix back in the news? Yes. Is he? I don't know who that is. <laughs> weapons inspector. He's like one of the great, probably one of the top ten weapons inspectors from the yeah. last, probably top, of our generation. Top yeah. twenty. Top twenty. Um, you're going to really struggle in this sort of. I've got a whole well, section I've, about I've Hans. Hardly Blix. been trailblazing before, Hans. <laughs> Why do you reckon? What has Hans Blix done? Why is he back in the news? He's Hans gone Blix. on holiday, is isn't he? he is to he inspecting Ibiza. some more weapons. No, he's urging Britain to relinquish Hand- our holiday from? at home Trident nuclear oh. why is that, program. Why is weapons. That, what kind of name, where's he from? Is he? Well, we'll come to that. We'll come to that. Um, yeah, we've got a big um, nuclear base up at Fazlane on the uh, west coast. Wait. Britain. Do you mean us four? No, I mean because I've not agreed to Britain, it. Yeah. Okay. Britain as a whole. Well, that's the, no, but they're not chucking in the wind. They're not delegates; they're representatives. It's, they don't have to do what we want; they right. just do what they want. Um, uh, I've been isn't we? A thing called Trident, and mm. there's often that debate about whether we get should we just get rid of it, or should we get rid of it and buy a new, uh, bigger, better one? I thought Trident was the um, gang um, dealing with gangs, Operation Trident. Trident. Oh, really? Operation like Trident. Yeah, it is. That is yeah. what they do. That's right. Yeah, yeah. 
So I, that, I, I have no idea what the other Trident is. So if we got rid of nuclear, our nuclear arsenal and replaced it with gangsters... What does Trident mean? Three prongs. It's, that, it's that thing Neptune's holding mm. when he comes out of the... You know when Neptune comes out of the sea? I've never seen it. Where do you go on holiday? What is... With Neptune. Oh... Right, he comes out of the sea. He's holding a thing which has got three. It's like a fork. It's a fork, like a fork. Yeah, and that's a, a trident. Three-pronged fork. That is a, mm. That's a and trident. All oh, right, he's a god or something, isn't he, Neptune? Was yeah. Was. I don't know what he's doing. Who is now. the god of yeah. sea now? I don't think there is. Okay. So you just sort of one, and then that's it. Yeah. 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 It's quite. It's a you don't, yeah. I reckon we're going to go straight on to. Should, what I've done, I've Google written, it. I've written quite. Oh, Google, so so cool. Now, I've, I've written a short <laughs> quiz about Hans Blix. Oh, great. And it's called Netflix. Oh, because yeah. Because Netflix is in the news. I don't really know what Netflix is, but... Um, uh, I know what Netflix is. Okay, it's, good it's, stuff. Good stuff. So a, we're going to... Um, no, no, I don't. We're going to play Netflix. Here's the jingle. This is it. This is it. This is it. It's Netflix. Netflix on Alex Horn Breaks the News, which is a podcast. Netflix. First question to you, Miles. What nationality is Hans Blix? Austrian. Nope. German. Nope. Belgian. Nope. Is this open or just... just nope. Not, no. He'll get there. Is he Japanese? No. Nope. Russian? No. Nope. Cornish? No. Nope. He's Scottish? No. Nope. Uh, French? No. Nope. He's nope. from... He's Dutch? Luxembourg. No, he's not. No, Sh- Luxembourgish. No. Is he from Monaco? No, he's not. No, Hans Blick is not from Monaco. Hans Monaco. Blix. Hans Blix. Hans he's Blix. from... Uh, where is he from? Where is he from? Exactly, where is he from? Hans. Is he South African? No, he's not. No, he's not, actually. Hans Blix. Czech Republic? No. Uh, Slovakia? No. Uh, Lithuania? No, he's not. Poland? No. Romania? Estonia? What is left? Brazil? He's not Brazilian. <laughs> no. I'm convinced he's not Brazilian. India? No. no. Uh, Slovenia? Where's Hans Blix from? Oh, Hans... Oh, no. No, still... No. No. I thought I thought for a minute that was a clue, but it's not, is it? It's the question no. again. Um, can, can you give me a clue, actually? No. <laughs> where Wait, is where can he Hans? Be from? Oh, is it not a country, but what like the agency he works for? No. What nation? What nationality? What nationality? Uh, has Hans Blix. Hmm. Uh, I'm not at all sure I know this. <laughs> but, about seventeen of the last answers I gave were guesses. Um, Hans. Hans. And then Blix. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you think? I mean, Hans is quite a Hans, typical name from this area of the world. Hans. Hans. What are the Hans, you know? Hans. Oh, is he Scandinavian? Yes. Right, so you've got your choices there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Norway? Yeah, he's not from Norway. Um, he's Sweden. Not a Dane, he's a Swede. Okay, so one point to uh, Miles. Sweden. There yeah, Sweden's right. Got that. Right. Denmark, that would have been the other one, but I didn't need to do it because he's, he's from Sweden. And that's just the one point for Miles. One point for that. One, yeah. I got one, one point for that, is it? Is he older or younger than Roger Moore? And again, you can have as many guesses as you want. Is he older Young. or younger <laughs> than Roger Moore? <laughs> uh, is, he, uh, is he younger? <laughs> he is younger. So one point for... <laughs> Good because I've known well guesses, and that's the end of Netflix. That was all right, wasn't it? I think it went quite well. <laughs> well, enough about Sweden, Alex. What about places <laughs> like Wales and Cardiff? Well, don't worry, I'm now going to present a pre-recorded segment all about Cardiff and Wales. Wow! So this is Cardiff. I've just come off stage uh, from a show with the horn section, which is um, a thing I do, which is excellent. Um, yes, we just did a show at the uh, music 
College, the University of Music and Drama here in Cardiff, and uh, it's in a venue that they normally have sort of concerts and things, so we were out of place. But it, it went okay. This is obviously my guide to Cardiff, so some facts about Cardiff. Population of 6.76 million people, spread over 453 square kilometres, or 175 square miles. Like many other megacities, it suffers from high levels of pollution and traffic, but its metro ranks among the 15 busiest in the world, with over 1 billion annual passenger rides. So it's in an impressive place. Um, I'll do some more facts in a second, but I am going to sample the cuisine of, of Cardiff. And, and it's, it's late, I've come off stage, so it's, I think the, the city comes alive this time of night. I've just stepped out of my car. I'm going to lock the car because there are bad people here. There are bad people everywhere. And I'm going to go, I've been recommended a an eating house here, which is apparently remarkable, so I'm going to try to get one of its specialities. So let's see how this goes. Hi there. Can I just get some chips, please? And just a one bit of boneless chicken, if you've got it, please. Thank you. Right, thank you. It smells lovely. Cheers. Bye-bye. So my life's going pretty well. I guess I'll just do a couple more facts about Cardiff, and then off we go. So, um... Yeah, so as I was saying, uh, one billion annual passenger rides on the metro uh, here in Cardiff, one of only two metros on the African continent, the other is the Algiers metro, and the economy um, of Cardiff was ranked first in the Middle East and 43rd globally uh, by Foreign Policy's 2010 Global Cities Index, so there we go. Okay, so let's talk into these chips. Welcome back. It's now time to uh, properly welcome our special guest, Stephen Brown. Hi, Stephen. Hello. It's been quite sprawling, isn't it, as a podcast so far? I've enjoyed it. Have you? Yeah. Okay. It's nice to have a break from whatever he does. So this is your last chance to guess what he does. Oh, whoa, whoa. you said we had twenty guesses and we've had about four each. I, know. I don't want to be. I don't want to get all serious about it. Well, let's talk, let's pin it down then. Let's uh, let's. Uh, well, can we do the hot or cold thing? Or yeah, let's do the yes, hot or cold no thing. answers. Yeah. Um, are you public sector? False-ish. Oh, 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 warm, warm or cold? Oh, sorry. Uh, I would say warmish. Cool. Yeah, cool, cool. Cool. Okay. Um, mm. Do you have a guess, Ron? Are you self-employed? In the public sector. No. Cold. I'll do the temperature, cold. I think. Sorry, yeah, I don't, you no, don't, don't seem worry, to have got that working yeah, in my you brain. Do false no, I reckon you're an artist and you have a patron. Cold. Oh. You are going to so kick each other. Do you work in this building? Cold. No. Does your work involve your hands? In as far as I type with them. Oh, God. Admin, oh, God. Yeah. It's quite an admin-heavy job, isn't it? No, not really. No, it's not. No, no. No, it's not. Employ people to do that. Do you? Yeah. Ooh, so power. Ah, mm. you are a professional thinker. <laughs> no. Um, I'm going to have to rush paramedic? you. Uh, no. But much warmer. You do hear about a lot of paramedics taking on secretaries, don't you? I can't type the... while I'm driving this thing. I'll give you a, more of a clue. The <laughs> answer to this text message. <laughs> Stephen Brown works for a project. Ah, the Eden Project. No, the oh. Trident Project. Um, <laughs> project Zero. The, the GPP, the GP Project. The Great British Pound? No. Pro the Global Something Project. He's, oh. he's the director of it. Acting director? The Global... Actual director. People's... The GP. Planet. The Global Poverty Project. Oh. 
The global poverty. Yeah. Po- poverty. The global. I'll get this. I don't think Mars has had much uh, what to do with the <laughs> poverty. What? That's a ridiculous thing to say. Uh, the so global still... poverty project. And yeah, I so prefer it's... professional thinker though. Isn't it? Professional yeah, that's thinker. Yeah. That's what And it's it's anti poverty, isn't it? It's not. It isn't for poverty. No, no. we're who's not trying main, to increase those rival? people who living is for in poverty. poverty. Who do you find yourself coming mo- up against most often? <laughs> well, it's an NGO, so it's so we we I guess it's people like Oxfam and Save mm-hmm. the Children, although we're not as big as those. But they're your main rivals. We are we are in the sector. We're not rivals. <laughs> oh, we work together for the eradication of extreme poverty around the world. And, Should have got uh, it, though, shouldn't you? I should have got guessed that. it. Should have guessed it. Yeah, sorry. So five hundred thousand families are living on the on the breadline. Well, we do international poverty. So we do extreme poverty rather than relative poverty. So and, it's and I've got to stress when you so. keep saying do it, you mean discourage it, discourage rather it. than encourage <laughs> yeah. it. We've got to make that clear. Yeah, exactly. We're responsible yeah. for global poverty. <laughs> Yeah. So, and and we've got you, or you're here to promote live below the line, particularly. Is yes. that right? That's our main our main campaign. Yeah. So it's on the premise that there are one, about 1.2 billion people who live in extreme poverty around the world, which which is essentially they're living on a less than a pound a day for pretty much everything. So that's food and drink and transport and childcare and healthcare and education and all of those things. Um, and so to create kind of interest in that issue and tackling that issue across the UK we run a a fundraising challenge called live below the line so we ask people um, from across the UK to live on a pound a day for five days but just for their food and drink so they go to the supermarket they buy their they get their five pounds they spend it on as much food as they possibly can for that week and then going through that week they ask people to sponsor them in order to do the challenge we raise a whole load of money for people like Oxfam Save the Children um, UNICEF people like that um, and then they spend it on anti-poverty projects around the world is it done as, uh, in a household way as in you say right everyone in our house so we have some families doing each. it but mostly it's individuals it's actually easier if you do it with other people because you know if you do if you've got five pound just for yourself it's a lot more difficult to buy a week's worth of shopping than it would be if there was two of you and you had ten pound yeah. um, but, but you can do it singly or in pairs and it includes discriminate against it includes pudding people. and crisps and stuff as well sorry it includes like pudding well good luck if you can get pudding on mm, five pound a day because you can't so it's unless you're strong. shopping at some magical supermarket that mm, little mm, yeah. so it's tougher than so 33 pence per meal 33 pence per meal yeah what did you yeah. have for lunch miles uh, I had some rice mm. and some like rice is good isn't it rice, rice is, is a good, good. steak yeah. it's a good yeah. one to uh, yeah. stock up on isn't it yeah, I had some some rice and some ham. That's good. Rice uh, and ham. Yeah, rice and that's, ham. That's, that is strange. Back up, does it? Are you sure? Where did you get this rice and ham from? What in together or rice just... and ham for lunch? This I haven't finished, and then there was a ve- the, the vegetable which was um, you know um, Leek? spring onion. Sweating isn't he on this? Is that? I'll tell you what it was. Is because I'm, I'm embarrassed to say I can't remember. I, don't, I can't remember what it's called. The main vegetable that we had with our <laughs> with our lunch today. But I had lunch at home with my family, and we have food that everyone can eat. So I have lots of children. Rice, so we had rice and, and a bit of and ham. Unnamed vegetable. Unnamed vegetable which had been cooked with. But you don't know the name of the vegetable. Well, it was it was a leaf thing, but it was it would have been it was. Are you a little bit over the line, but you've just put this accent on to fool everyone. <laughs> no, no, it would have been one of those things that comes in the veg box, and you go, the veg what box? is What's this? The veg box? It's one of those vegetables. Well, it's a bit embarrassing <laughs> to say when we're talking about living below the <laughs> bread line, but the veg box. <laughs> What's the veg box? The veg box is for these, uh, one of these middle class 
What's the veg? Do you get a box? You receive of... a, a whole box of middle class vegetables because there there is definitely a class divide in vegetables in my experience. I'm sure that's right. And you receive them at the door and because I, I don't even know what an artichoke. That's how middle class now. You actually receive them at the door. You welcome them into your home. What time is it? It's time for this week's song. And just to warn everyone that I've... Because we had some complaints that the songs were too loud. One complaint, but I'm really taking it to heart. And um, <laughs> what I've done... This is the most committed song so far. I've really gone for it with the performance. And the content, it's a celebration of Google, which I... Really oh, for <laughs> Why do you... Google what? is the well-known internet search engine website. So, and tax dodgers. Yes. Well, I mentioned that in the song. In fact, that oh, is okay. the punchline of the song. So you've exactly, yeah, kind don't of worry about your, yeah. your veg box. The amount of money Google well, earning. Well, well I didn't want to say when you were all going on about it, but there are bigger problems, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> let's play the song. Google is cool. What? Hey guys, isn't this a lot of fun? Isn't time going quickly, Rob? Yeah, very quickly. No, it's not. This is a story from the Daily Mail. (laughs) The Daily Mail run a story, most of this is from the Daily Mail this week. The belief that time goes by quickly when you're enjoying yourself and passes more slowly when you're bored is largely taken for granted. Not true. I'm not, there's no even questions here, but um, there's a story which basically saying that time is actually unaffected by sort of the joy you're having. Time goes at the same rate, whatever. Yeah, not a bad news story. Surely that. Well, I can't believe that's a news story. That's just it's just mm. time. Otherwise, yeah. everyone would be out of sync all the I time. I think it's more that the we assume that time goes quickly when you're having fun, or that we even feel like it. But actually, we feel like it goes slower because we're in the moment more. But it's a waste of a news. I, I find it weird when you go to bed and you, you you're in bed for eight hours. Mm. You just wake up and you just think that's so long, just laying, isn't it? When you yeah. think of what you do in a day, third of your you do, life, twenty-four years you spend sleep, yeah, and it's, that goes quick, doesn't it? Yeah, I, I agree. I think there should be a pill that would do the effect of sleep, so you've got eight more hours. I, I saw a documentary about a man that never slept. He just right. didn't need it, um, but he, he, he looked awful. Mm. Right, we're nearly at sexy time, but first of all, we're going to going to go to Canada, the forty-fifth sexiest country in the world. Who is Mark Carney? Rob. Is he a Canadian man? Yes. One point for Rob. Is he related to Martha Carney? No, he's the governor of the Canadian Central Bank. I don't know if he's related to Martha Carney. I doubt well, it. No, this guy, he's just about to become the governor of the Bank of England. Um, but Canadi- the main story a Canadian is. Yeah. That's good, isn't it? The ma- is it? Well, is it? I don't, I don't really know what I meant by that. But I, <laughs> I mean, I, at least it means we're not sort of stuck in our... 
We're prepared to employ people, not just British people, but people from, you know, our former... Are we going to get an Ericsson Becomes England manager type son story yeah. for 16 weeks? I hope so. I don't think they um, don't normally cover the uh, new Bank of England, do they? Well, I'm so, sorry, well, the story that Carney was involved in, because he led, the, obviously, the Bank of Canada through the financial crisis with aplomb, but until now, he's failed to answer one monetary question Canadians desperately want answered. Do Canadian banknotes smell of maple syrup? This is a big question this week. So what do you reckon? Do Canadian banknotes smell of maple I syrup? I imagine the used ones do, because they're all covered in maple syrup, syrup aren't they, yeah. Canadians? Mm. I mean, presumably it would be impossible for a Canadian to pick up a banknote without leaving some sort of choice. syrup in their pockets. Mm. So well, I'll give you some background. Speculation is rife. From the cornfields of Saskatchewan to the forest of Nova Scotia that the high-tech plastic-based £100, notes, $100 notes sorry, introduced by Carney have a secret scratch-and-sniff panel that releases a distinctive scent of maple tree sap. Can this be true? What do you think? Oh, that must be true. I don't it know why you true. wouldn't. Well, one Canadian wrote, they all have a scent which I'd say smells of maple. Please advise if this is normal. And uh, <coughs> documents issued by the Bank of Canada under a Freedom of Information request have revealed a bulging file of correspondence with many convinced that the notes have a familiar odour. So I don't do you think they do. No, they don't. Well, you seem to know a lot about currency, Rob. Yeah, so you yeah. might thrive in the next quiz, the final section of the quiz, really. Uh, it's a Blockbusters-style currency quiz. We don't have a jingle for it. But you just say a letter of the alphabet, and I'll give you a question okay. about it. And remember, the, in Blockbusters, the, the letter is the first letter of the answer. So if you want to give me a letter of the alphabet. OK. Um, T. We don't have T, I'm afraid. Uh, OK. Um, coffee. Good, but um, no, we need a letter of the alphabet. <laughs> um. B. B, nope. Sorry, we only got five questions. <laughs> um, could, um, Z? No. Uh, uh, L? Nope. M. It is a consonant. Um, this was Hangman, N. he'd be dead. Yeah, no. Do you want to go for it, Rob? Uh, Miles? Um, uh, B? No. P? P, yes. D. Oh. P. Uh, what P was a Spanish dollar also known as? Potatoes? That doesn't sound right. Nope. What P were or was the Spanish dollar also known as? It's quite interesting, this. Pieces of eight. Interesting. Well, that's where that comes from. Oh, it's quite mm. interesting. Any other letter of the alphabet? D. D. Oh. I'll have a D, please, Alex. I'll have a D, please, Alex. What D is the rudest currency? What D? Um, the dong. 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 The Vietnam, the dong. The dong, the Vietnam dong. Slang for penis, and you've got why is, F. That, why is that rude then? It's not rude, it's just a dick, isn't it? It's just. Is it? Yeah, it's not rude, is it? Rude. It's just a piece of your body, isn't it? Is that what you call it at home, Alex? You and, you and Mrs. Horn? Rachel? You, two yeah. of you sit there talking about your. What Sorry. is it, dong? Well, we don't Horn's sit down and discuss. Dong. We don't discuss um, the dong that often, but when we do. That's, well, yeah. that's what you call it. Yeah. We have our annual general yeah. meeting, and if the dong comes up, we will call it the dong. Do you have okay, a... any other business? Where are we with the? Um, where are we at with the dong when last seen? <laughs> with the dong improvement plan. Is it a problem you go to Vietnam? The dong recovery plan. <laughs> How much have we spent on dong. dong maintenance this month? Because I was looking <laughs> at some of the dong. I haven't I seen it for weeks. <laughs> I was looking at some of the receipts, and I have to say, you're spending an awful lot of money on your dong for very little obvious improvement. Okay, so you've got C left. And G, G and F. G, G. Let's just what what do you left. want, Rob? G. G. What G was the first global currency? Two points for this. Godiva. Go no. Go gold. Gold. Is it gold? It is gold. Okay. So. <laughs> 
So two points for a mile. I thought the scores. Oh, right, right. You, oh, well, I'll do, we'll do one more. Do an F, because this is a good one. Do the S, and yeah. then we'll do... Uh, how many countries use dollars? How many countries use dollars? Beginning with F, so it's things like 4 or 5 or 15 or 14. 4,000. 4,000 countries. Mm. You're sticking with 4,000. 400. 40. Is it, is it <laughs> 4. Is it 5? 14. 40. 42. 43. Does every letter have to start with F? 49. 50. 59. Yes! 59. 59 countries. F something. Okay, so that was quite successful. What are the scores, please, Stephen Brown? Uh, Rob has 11 and Miles has 18. So it's neck and neck as we get on to the sexy bit of this show. So um, we've got a sexy sting to get everyone in the mood. Is that ready? S, then E, then X, then Y. Spell sexy. It's a really sexy bit. Sexy. Oh, yeah. It's a really sexy bit. Sexy. Oh, it's a really sexy bit. X-Y. Oh, it's a really sexy bit. Sexy. Sexy. What is librido or librido? L-Y-B-R-I-D-O. For seven points. Is it, a com- is it a combination of an outside swimming pool and a library? <laughs> oh, but that's not a bad idea. Mm. L-Y. Get a bit wet, the books. But it's a sexy story. Librido. Is it Librido? Is it when you, you get... Um, uh, li- uh, Libra is a, um, it's a horoscope sign, isn't it? Mm, the scales. Is it scales. So yeah, when you feel you're, very... You're on the right track. Oh, you're up for it, but with, yeah. with scales? Yeah. No. <laughs> So you feel so sexy, you sort of... Well, it's, it's the breeder, but li- li- libido. Libido. It's the name of a, of a thing, a new invention. Oh, it's a name of an, um, um, your new, new dancing and dining venture. <laughs> Alex Horn's <laughs> libido. Is that what it, it is? is. Yeah, floor it's shows and the grill. Dance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That sounds really good. It's in Buckinghamshire, isn't it? And it's just... Mm. It's just, it's what is it? You get it's an all you can eat buffet, and then there's a floor. Yeah, show. it's outdoor, isn't it? It's outdoor. It's yeah, yeah. Amphitheatre, amphitheatre starts seating. Yeah. <laughs> the sound is terrific, actually. Horns libido. Yeah. Horns libido. Acoustics. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it sounds very. No, it's very not that. It's a pill for women. Mm. It's the female Viagra, which is going to be uh, released soon. It's going to hit the shelves in three years' time. So I don't really understand why it's in the news, but it's meant to boost a woman's sex drive. So guys, shells. It's what do you think about that? Um, That's all. I think I'm very. I'm, I'm, for, I'm for. Yep. I'm pro absolutely intrigued. Largely pro. I was going to say I think for hitting the shelves. I always think demeans the sensitivity with which shelf stackers go about their their work. I think most things are placed on shelves. And if I was in charge of you know a supermarket aisle and I saw anyone hitting the shelves with mm. products, so it's going to be placed on the shelves in yeah. three years' time. Thank you. I just think it's a bit more respectful. So you've got more of an opinion about the phrasing of the shelf issue than the pill itself. Julie Burchill in the mail. She's got an opinion. She's all pro. Has Libra. she got an opinion? What's her, what's her opinion? Well, she, used to, she used to have sex three times. <laughs> yeah. The mail, he says. <laughs> she used to have sex three times a day, but now it's only once a day or twice at the weekend. That's a lot, isn't it? Um, She's saying like nine times a week. I think that's... So she has it once a day and then twice at the weekend. Mm. Well, twice a day at the and weekend. And she's saying this isn't enough for her. No, she I think that sounds like a sensible really? She doesn't sleep for eight hours a day. No, she, she does not. She, she does not. That's the time she finds time to write. Whereas Shona Sibbery, someone else in the mail, yeah. she says she's, trying, she's spending more time finding ways to avoid sex than actually having it. <laughs> oh, really? wow. do you, I don't think you take that 
long it's quite to easy find to avoid, your voice, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Just don't sort of, sort of stay in on your own. If she keeps turning up to Orgy's show and I'm really, really up for <laughs> it, and then, and then, and then oh, the next thing, God, that's annoying, isn't it? Someone else seems to be propositioning me. What the hell's... Mm. This place is absolutely yeah, how long filled are we, to the how, brim with perverts. <laughs> God, get over yourselves. We're all here for the decor. How many hours a day do you spend trying to avoid sex, Rob? Um... Fending it off. I don't think I've ever tried to avoid it. Really, no. I'm quite welcoming to the idea of sex. Mm. Really, as a whole, it's absolutely lovely watching this happen. By the way, with Stephen and I sitting opposite you two and seeing you two talk about this and talk about sex. Yeah, yeah sort I of mean, dancing around it. But um, <laughs> you like it? <laughs> That's how rich and Judy yeah. yeah, I do. I quite like. It. I'm, I'm definitely for it. Yeah, yeah. I am as well. As a th- as a thing to, thing to do. Who, who with um women? Woman. Woman. Big backed, my wonderful wife. So, as my um, as my dad used to say, every time we found an interesting piece of, sort of tree, I think we're going to leave it there. So, this has been an experience. <laughs> um, this has been an experience. Thank you, Miles. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. I hope, um, I hope you, no, That's enough. Thanks. Thank you, Rob. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. <laughs> Thank you, Stephen. You're very welcome. And thank you at home for all your hard work and grit for making it this far. Goodbye, everyone. And that's that's that. I have broken news. And I have broken news. We have broken news. Thank you for listening. This is the end bit. There's just a clear sound left now. Now That was the glissando bit goodbye Alex Horn Breaks the News is a Pixie U production for Dave and it was produced by Joel Porter Would you give your mum, dad, aunt or that uncle hugs your partner a little too long free access to your phone? Oh no! Oh my god, it's it's a really long video! In Dave's brand new YouTube original, Get Off My Phone, we've got six comedians to give their phones over to a relative with total freedom to read messages, DMs, photos and browser history. What's your social history? Sorry? What to do, tips for relief. The rules are simple. Their relative can read anything they want and even make calls from the comedian's phone. What is this? What is I know what this one is. That, that looks really okay. bad. Starring Tanya Moore, Anya Magliano, Finlay Christie, Travis J with his mum, Angie Lamar, Hayley Morris, Grace Campbell and dad, Alistair Campbell. Slightly sexually compromising <laughs> Divulging their deepest digital secrets. <laughs> what the hell is happening? Get off my phone, a Dave YouTube original. Available now on Dave's YouTube channel.